Reading from the Revised Common Lectionary for Wednesday, March 25th, 2020 from the New Living Translation. Isaiah chapter 7, verses 10 through 14. Later, the Lord sent this message to King Ahaz. Ask the Lord your God for a sign of confirmation, Ahaz. Make it as difficult as you want, as high as heaven or as deep as the place of the dead. But the king refused. No, he said, I will not test the Lord like that. Then Isaiah said, Listen well, you royal family of David. Isn't it enough to exhaust human patience? Must you exhaust the patience of my God as well? All right then, the Lord himself will give you the sign. Look, the virgin will conceive a child. She will give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. Psalm chapter 40, verses 5 through 10. O Lord, my God, you have performed many wonders for us. Your plans for us are too numerous to list. You have no equal. If I tried to recite all your wonderful deeds, I would never come to the end of them. You take no delight in sacrifices or offerings. Now that you have made me listen, I finally understand. You don't require burnt offerings or sin offerings. Then I said, look, I have come. As is written about me in the scriptures, I take joy in doing your will, my God, for your instructions are written on my heart. I have told all your people about your justice. I have not been afraid to speak out, as you, O Lord, well know. I have not kept the good news of your justice hidden in my heart. I have talked about your faithfulness and saving power. I have told everyone in the great assembly of your unfailing love and faithfulness. Hebrews chapter 10, verses 4 through 10. For it is not possible for the blood of bulls and goats to take away sins. That is why, when Christ came into the world, he said to God, You did not want animal sacrifices or sin offerings, but you have given me a body to offer. You are not pleased with burnt offerings or other offerings for sin. Then I said, Look, I have come to do your will, O God, as is written about me in the Scriptures. First, Christ said, You did not want animal sacrifices or sin offerings or burnt offerings or other offerings for sin, nor with you pleased with them though they are required by the law of Moses. Then he said, Look, I have come to do your will. He cancels the first covenant in order to put the second into effect. For God's will was for us to be made holy by the sacrifice of the body of Jesus Christ once for all time. Luke chapter 1, verses 26 through 38. In the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a village in Galilee, to a virgin named Mary. She was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David. Gabriel appeared to her and said, Greetings, favored woman, the Lord is with you. Confused and disturbed, Mary tried to think what the angel could mean. Don't be afraid, Mary, the angel told her, for you have found favor with God. You will conceive and give birth to a son, and you will name him Jesus. He will be very great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his ancestor David, and he will reign over Israel forever. His kingdom will never end. Mary asked the angel, But how can this happen? I am a virgin. The angel replied, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the baby to be born will be holy, and he will be called the Son of God. What's more, your relative Elizabeth has become pregnant in her old age. People used to say she was barren, 
but she has conceived a son and is now in her sixth month, for the word of God will never fail. Mary responded, I am the Lord's servant. May everything you have said about me come true. And the angel then left her. Well, March 25th is the date that the Catholic and the Orthodox Christian traditions mark as what's called the Annunciation of the Lord, meaning the day that Gabriel spoke to Mary, revealing or announcing that she would bear into this world the Messiah. So reading these scriptures today here in the middle of Lent, we're reminded first of our own helplessness as people who cannot do right by or for ourselves. Our worship and our tendencies always have a bent away from the true and righteous God. And so without his mercy and intervention, we would be lost in our own destruction. The good news of a savior and Mary's humble and willing response to this news should resonate deeply with us, especially in this time of the coronavirus when we are so much more acutely aware than ever of our own limitations. We should respond to Jesus with joy and with willing submission. And so in what ways might Jesus desire to bring about new life and new hope to you today and in this season? Let's pray. God, our Father, by whose mercy the world turns safely into darkness and then returns again to light, we place in your hands our unfinished tasks, our unresolved problems, and our unfulfilled hopes, knowing that only what you bless will prosper. To your love and protection, we commit each other and all those we love, knowing that you alone are our sure defender through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.